Sorry that I'm late. Let's begin, Parshas Miketz. So, um, uh, <clears throat> very, um, I'd like to talk about the connect, a, a, a very deep connection between Parshas Miketz, Yosef Etzadik, and, uh, and um, yeah. So let's begin with this. Parsha seems to indicate to us that there's a certain shevach for Yosef, Yosef, that he's the Baal HaChalamos. You know, it's this week's Parsha is sort of when the climax of, Yo- of Yosef's ascent to power. Again, in the next week's Parsha, we have Vayigash and the struggle between Yosef and his brothers and etc. But this, this is the culmination, so to speak, of Yosef's ascendancy, of his being Ola Ligdula, become, become of his uh, ascending to true greatness, taking his position, if you will, as the chosen one of Yaakov Avinu's sons. But let's try to examine that and try to understand why it is that way. So first of all, the, the fact that he's the, the Baal HaChaloimus. What kind of Shavach is it to be able to, like the, the fact that he's able to interpret dreams or that he's so involved with dreams, it, it, what exactly is the Nakuda of dreaming and Yosef? Why, why, is, why, why are they so central to who he is? More than that, you know, Yosef of all the Shvatim is the one that is most Doma, the most similar to Yaakov Avinu. He's like the, he's like the remake, right? In last week's parasha, Eila told us Yaakov, right? Yosef, right? So Yosef is like the, he's like the, he's like the, he's like Yaakov incarnate. The Medrash tells us that he looked exactly like Yaakov Avinu, that he was, that he, that he, uh, he, so what do we have? We have Avram Avinu as Chesed, Yitzchak is Gvura, Yaakov Avinu is Emes, right? Emes is like, that's the, that's the, that's the peak. That's the be all and end. That's, that's where it ends up, right? That's where, that's where we want to be. Teres Emes, Emes is, is the, that's, that's as far as you can go. What, what did Yosef add to Yaakov Avinu's Emes? If anything, Yosef is like a step down from there. He's not. It's not a continuing, right? Continual rise, so to speak. There's no. There's no chart that we would now put Yosef Atzadik on a on a higher madrega. And even if you think about where, where does Yosef's the appellation? We call him Yosef Atzadik, right? Where, where does that idea of Yosef Atzadik? Where, where? How did he become Atzadik? What was? What was the tzidkus? Of Yosef, right? The tikkus of Yosef was that he was misgabra, that he overcame, that he, he faced the challenge of Aisha's Poitifar when she tried to seduce him, and he overcame his Yitzhara, and he didn't do the Avera, right? Well, let's think about this for a moment. What does the Gemara tell us? What does the, the Midrashim tell us? How, how was he misgabra? How did he save himself? It says, the Gemara in Sota says very clearly that he he, he saw a must shall of it. He saw an image of Yaakov Avinu, and in his in his mind, Yaakov Avinu said to him, "If you do this Avera, you'll be cut off from your brothers. You'll have no chelik. You won't be able to be a part of it. You're going to lose everything." And he was, and he and he managed to pull back. So, is that a shavach of Yosef? Is that some mila to Yosef to Yosef more than anybody else? But where's the mila? Where's the um, where's the uh, uh, the the growth? Where's the where's the the aspect of Yosef that's greater? Than than anyone else. It just it's a, it needs it needs a beer. It needs a needs a needs a hazard. It has to be explained what that is. And Bechal, the whole idea that he's so involved in in chaloimus and in dreams. You know, the Gemara says, "Ain chaloim shein," but that, that there's no such thing as a dream that's not filled with nonsense. Every every dream 
it has chalakim of it that are that are ridiculous. So so that house Yosef, who's this, he, the whole of Yosef's life seems to be seems to be made up of dreams, whether it's the chalamis that he tells his brothers, or it's the chalamis that he inter- interprets for Patif, for the for the sorry Patifar, whether it's the chalamis of of of, of uh, Aparo himself. Everything about Yosef is about chalamis. What, what what's what's the message? What 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 is the Torah one for us? What, what are we supposed to learn from the concept of chalamis here? Also, there is one more one more aspect to this that also requires a, a hesber. Um, which goes into the same idea as what it seems is. So it says, there's a Pasuk in Hoshea. It says, Yad Nevi'im Adame. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, is giving, listing off the Shvachos of Tzadikim, etc. And it says, Biyad Nevi'im, in the hands of, of, through the hands of, of Nevi'im Adame, I appear to you like as something which is Dome, which is like a similar, which is, it's like, um, it's like a, a mirage. It's like a, Somehow it's like a comparison. It's something that it's a dimyon. It's a it's a matter of your imagination. It's something that that some. Why is the taich? Why is the underlying description of nevi'im of 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 nevua an union of dimyon of of something that's 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 tied to imagination? It's tied to something that's beyond beyond just seichel or beyond whatever what what, what that is. Um, okay. So, so the the um, Ramchal in his Sefer Dar Hashem describes different aspects of the Kayach of what, what it means to become a Navi and the Kochos, the energies, the parts of the mind that have to be developed. And he divides the Kochos of the mind into two distinct groups. You have what's called uh, a Kayach of Seichel, and then you have a Kayach that's called Dimyon. Seichel, we would say, is logic. Seichel is, is intelligence. Seichel is, is taking the facts, looking at facts. Dimyon is imagination. And that's the best possible word to use to describe it. It's, it's a matter of some things that you imagine, things that are where you don't have all the facts together, and you're, you're bridging the gap, you're closing your... your you you compare one thing to another, and through that you build a bigger picture. You're able to see. You're able to put together. Well, that, that's called that's called a koach of, of dimyon. The man, the ability to imagine, the ability, the ability, the ability to um, to build something that's bigger than what I have in front of me. That's what we call. That's what we call dimyon. Um, uh, if we were to classify it, one would be one would be classified as um, Seichel would be classified as critical thinking, the ability to ask questions, to refine things, to identify the facts, to identify the essence of the issue of what it is that or whatever you're dealing with. That's what we call. That's what we would call Seichel. That's what that's what comes from the from the Kachal Seichel. Um, when I'm able to think outside the box, go beyond the facts, right beyond the beyond the uh, element of of what's right in front of me, so that's what we would call dimyon. So, so essentially, what you have is almost like it's almost like a it's almost like a you have seichel, which is like critical and it narrows things down, and then you have dimyon that expands things and says that there's more here than actually meets the eye. There's perhaps something greater than what's in front of me. Interesting enough, if you if you were to translate that, you would say that 
Seichel is emes. That's that's the raw emes. It's absolute truth. It's clarity. It's it's things that are defined. It's uh, there are things that are understood. There are things that that can't <coughs> can't be disputed. That you, you've 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 critiqued them and questioned them and brought them down to their exact points. Dimyon, Dimyon would be would be like the union of 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 emuna. Some, emuna means that I know something to be true. I have the rudimentary basics of what it is, and I'm able to build something bigger, a bigger picture of what it is than than what's in front of me. The the um, the expression, if you want, in time, right? Where, where does Emma's speak? Where does Emma speak to us? Emma's Vyatsev, where does Emma stand up in the boiker in the morning? In boiker, the word for boiker and bikoret, it means bikoret means investigation. It means to means to clarify things. That clarity, right, comes un, under the clear light of day. Emuna, Emma's Emuna, when do we when do we build up to Emuna? Emuna is balayla, is when things are dark, when you can't see the facts, you can't see all the pieces together. You have to rely on emuna, you have to rely on something that's that's deeper. And Erev is a lashem irvuv, with things that are just mixed together. There's just there's just a mesh, there's a mixture of things here that's not that's not so not that's not so so um so not so clear to me. So the koyach of dimyon, koyach this, this idea of being able of dimyon, that's the that's the koyach of chaloim. Is built on the Kayach of Dimyon. The Gemara says very clearly in Brachos, the Gemara says that every Chalayim, right, is one sixtieth of Nevoah. There's, there's a Chalik of Nevoah, Chalik of what the Navi is. When it says, it says again, when, when Akash Baruch Hu says about the Navim, Akash Baruch Hu says, Biyad Nevim Adame, right? You, it's, it's the Navim that can imagine. The Kayach of the Yerushalmi will bring out the Kayach of the Yerushalmi through the Kayach of Dimyon, right? <coughs> that is because <coughs> the Kayach of Seichel can never grasp. How to say this? What is Nevoah? Nevoah is is an expression of the Yerushalmi's the Yerushalmi's thought process. It's as though the Yerushalmi's what the Yerushalmi's thinking. The Navi is relaying that to us. The Kayach of Seichel can't be massive there. The Kayach of Seichel can't be typhus there. The Kayach of Seichel can't understand that or hold that idea because Seichel is, by its very definition, limiting. And when we're talking about the Rebunshim, we're talking about something that's expansive, expanding, that has no limits. It's only Shia to touch that reality in the world of Halayim. When we talk about chalaimus, right? So when a person talks about a dream, I don't know if you've ever had this sensation, but you go into a dream, and as you're dreaming, you dream a series of, of events, right? And that takes a huge span of time. And yet, when you wake up, or if you have one of these uh, sophisticated monitoring devices, you find out that the amount of time which you were dreaming, usually not more than five minutes. Usually not more than five, five to five to five to fifteen minutes. You were dreaming. In your dream, you had a sequence of events that happened that took months and months. That could take that could take months and months, if not at least, or even hours and hours. But but it's somehow it's 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 contained in those few minutes of thought that thought process. But you, if you've ever had a really vivid dream, a really alive feeling of the dream. 
You felt every minute of it. You felt the time passing, and yet the time wasn't passing. It's the, the, the ability to dream is the ability to break through, break out of the limitations of the world that we live in. Space and time, by the way, not just it's not only true in time factors, but you're able to do things in a in, in dreams. Things can happen over a span of time, but also over an area over large areas that you cover that 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 make no sense. There's no there's no the it, the, the idea that it's one one sixtieth of 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 nevuah means that when you're dreaming, you're touching that world of dimyon, that world of things that are that are above, that are that are transcended, that 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 go beyond what this world is, and which is the essence of what emuna really comes to. The Goyen writes that during the day you have to apply the seichel. You can only apply. You can only learn things with absolute clarity, with all the facts. And, if a person wants to be ma'ayin in a sugya, the time to do that is during the daytime. But at night, that's the time to learn the things that require abstract knowledge an ability to relate to differing ideas, to concepts that are bigger than myself, that expand beyond, that take me beyond, that, that all I have, I have points. And I build the bridges from those points, between those points, all I had when I was starting out, if you want to think about it in a, in a visual kind of way, right? All I have are the points on the, on, on, on the canvas and I'm painting the whole picture. I'm creating a masterpiece of art over here by combining all those little pieces together to build out and bring out a, a beautiful portrait, something that, that ties together and jumps from one spot to another where there, there were no spots, there was nothing to fill that in. My mind is filling those things in for me. That's the Kayach of Dimya. That's the Kayach of where it comes from. So what you can see in, the, in, that, in, that, in, that, um, in that moment is something that's bigger than yourself. But here's the, here's the challenge of Dimya. The challenge of Dimya is that your, the Kayach of your imagination is built solely on the basis, the fundamentals of what your seichel contains within it. Meaning, if a person is, if a person's about taiva, the person has these urges and these desires and these drives, then when his dimyon goes to work, when you put the seichel to sleep and you allow his imagination to expand, what's it expanding on? It's expanding on all those inyane taiva that were in his mind anyway. That's what, he, that's what they're building out and that's what they're creating a bigger picture of. A purified, rarefied seichel that is totally focused on the midas ha'emes, then you can take that midas ha'emes and expand it beyond into something that's incredible and bigger and greater than anything else that, that, that was. Let's go back to our questions. Let's go back to our, let's go back to the ideas that we started off with and see if we can build this idea. <coughs> I'll show you also how this ties into, not only into Yaakov and Yosef, but as the Russia, this is the Indian of Hanukkah as well. Because the, 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 the morale writes that Hanukkah is built. What, what, what was the Kayach of Yavan? We spoke a little bit about this idea last week, but what's the Kayach of Yovan? The Kayach of Yovan was the human intellect, was bikurus, was investigation, was emes, was clarifying reality, right? But, but on the, in, in, as, in as much as they were 
into the clarifying of truth. They were also into the beauty of the human being, the aesthetics of what it was. The most, it was a culture that was built on tremendous um, focus on uh, the human body, the human's capabilities, their concept of, a, of God being godlike, of going beyond the limitations of man, was just to be a superhuman machine that could be engaged in every type of taiva and every type of physical enjoyment without limitation. That's their conceptualization of God. They, but because Be'etzin, they can't touch anything that, has, that comes to the world of Kedusha, the morale rights. That the, that the Kayach of Yavan is the Kayach of, of Kaidish without Kaidish Kadashan. It's the Kayach of Kedusha, it's the Kayach of the entirety of the, of, the, of the manifestation of the human being in his most physical way without touching anything that's spiritual, without coming onto anything that was that can't be defined, anything that's ephemeral, anything that is beyond the scope of what I can what I can define myself, they can't touch that. Come back to that in a moment. Let's talk about it a moment. So the, the, the Navi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Bachalayim Adam, Adam, I, in Chalayim, I, I bring out my comparisons to him. Meaning, what, what's the dimion of the Navi? The dimion, the dimion of a Navi means, and the, the Ramchal talks about this at length in, in his Zerach Hashem, he talks about the training of Bnei Navim and spiritually purifying yourself and getting to a point where the only things that you're thinking about are connected to Kedusha. And then when you have that level of Kedusha, then when, when, when you go out of your physical, limited thinking self and you enter into a, for lack of a better term, trance-like state, but what is it that you're seeing in that trance? What is it that when you're in that in that state of not being physically here, because Naviim, for the most part, unless you're Maishu Rabbeinu, who's who elevates himself completely outside of his the level of his own physical manifestation, but most Naviim are not conscious when they're talking to Marisham, Baruch speaks to them in the mode of sleep or a dream or a trance-like state, because they're, they're, they have to ascend past their limitations they have to go outside their physical self to be able to be to to express dimyon but only dimyon that's built on emes only dimyon that's built on absolute truth only dimyon that's built on the shurish the root of what yaakov avinu really stands for so we asked well how's yosef any in any way an expansion of yaakov avinu isn't emes the goal isn't that where we want to get to the answer is yes as physical beings, that's all we want. That's all we can hope for is to get to the Madriga of Emmas. That is the perfection of what you are as a human being. And then you have to touch something that's beyond your human, your humanity, beyond the limitation of what you are as just a person. Now you have to touch a reality that is that is higher than that. That's Yosef Hatzadik. That's Yosef that's in the in the Indian of Chalayim of Dimyon, of being able to when it says Yoke, we said. What, what's the goddess of Yosef? Yosef, or what, what happened? How did Yosef, or how was he all the Zua? Because he saw a dimion of Yaakov Avinu. He saw Dmus Yukno Shalavit. That's what he imagined in his head. But why did he imagine that? Because when he engaged with his Taivas, to him, what did that bring out? It brought out the Kedusha of what is Yaakov Avinu. The battle between what's right and what's wrong brought out in him the Emmas of what Yaakov Avinu really stands for. He wasn't, Yaakov Avinu wasn't there. It's, it's what was in his mind. His, the expansion of his mind expanded to the point where built on the emiss of what Yaakov Avinu is, 
that's what Yosef expands to. And now he sees only Yaakov and what Yaakov, what Yaakov's ultimately going to produce. That's taking Yaakov Avinu's emes to the next madrega. That's taking it beyond the physical limitations. That's taking it to a higher level to, to being able to see the entirety of the future of what it is. The, the concept of, of, of this dimyon is that, that, a navi can, that a navi can only be tofis, is that a navi can only be tofis something that's higher than himself. Right? It has to be something that you can't see. It's Balaila it's in, it's in the nighttime. It's something that comes out in Amuna. The Maral writes that the struggle for, for Kalisrael in a, in a microcosm, if you will, takes place in the Makama Mikdash. The Makama Mikdash can be divided into two parts. There's the Heichal and this. <coughs> excuse me. There's the Heichal and there's the Kaddish HaKadashim. The Heichal. There, the Heichal is where the mind realizes the ability to connect to something that's spiritual or the ability to connect to a higher power. But in the Heichal itself, the Heichal all by itself, just the Kaidish as opposed to Kaidish Kedoshim, the Heichal, there Yavan has a greater Kayach than Kaiso. The Maral says like this, the Maral says, if you take a look, the Gematria of Yavan, the Gematria of Yavan is 66. The gematria of Heichal is 65. The Kayach of Yovan, the, yef, the, yef, the Yefes of Yovan, the Yofa that we spoke about last week, the beauty, the seeing the beauty, the symmetry, the exact way things fit together, the Kayach of looking at things intellectually and, and, and examining them exact in an exact fashion that brings its own hispilos, brings its own wonder and amazement. Yovan has the upper hand in the world of the of the of the of the Heichal, just in the world of the Heichal. But the, the world of the Heichal doesn't exist on its own. The world in, in the Heichal, there was one special thing. The Kayak of the Heichal comes from where? So the Mufarshim saying the the Bade Ha'arun, the the poles that were on the arms stuck through the curtains in this, you could see the two points of the of the of the of the of the, of the of the curtain that separated between the Kaddish and the Kaddish HaKadoshim. The Kaddish is a physical place. It's the world of the physical. Everything about the Kaddish is physical. The Kaddish Kadashim is the mile from this world. It's the mile from Makam. It's a place where measured with space and space doesn't, space doesn't exist. It's a place where human being can only go when you have a Kayin Gadol. Only a Kayin Gadol can go into that place and only on Yom Kippur. It's a place that's above this world, but it has a unique, it has a place, a point of nourishment that points into this world in the same way as a child is nourished by his mother, by the point, by, by the, the points of her body, by, the, by where, where he nurses from. The, the Aaron points into the Mikdash as well in the same way. And the, the, the Kedusha of the Mikdash, of the Kodesh, of the Eichal, is Yonik, brings out its own energy from that Makam, from the Kodesh HaKadoshim. That kayak of the Kurdish Kadashim that Yavan can't touch. That is a hidden kayak. It's not something that you can examine and you can account, that you can look at and you can say, this is what it is. It's not something that's measurable. It's transcendent above something that's measurable. And the Maral says an amazing thing. He says that the Kurdish Kadashim <clears throat> is, is the Gematria, as I mentioned to you before, of Yavan over Heichal, of the revealed Heichal, is 66 to 65. But the Kayak of Heichal contains within it a hidden Yud. The Tzere, under the word, under the hay, 
creates an extra yud because in order to bring out that nakuda and the letter hey, you have to add a yud onto it to know what it is. It's a hey yud, right? If you put it by itself, it's a hey, it's a yud that's not written. It's a yud that's not expressed. It's a yud that's that's deep inside what what, what that reality is. And with the extra yud, now the heichal is 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 yovan is sixty six. But the Heichal is not just 65, it's 75, which is the gematria of Kayin. The Kayin is the conduit for Kedusha into this world. Who were the ones that had to win the victory? Why was it Dafka the Kohanim that had to win the victory of them? Because they hold within them the Kayach of that hay. The Kayin has the Kayach, that Kayach of that extra hay, that Kayach of that extra yud that comes with the, the Tzere hay. Comes that comes with that. That's a kayak that comes from Yavan. It's a kayak that's not seen. It's a deeper kayak because a kayan is shluchet rachmanan. They're shluchim of the rebbeinu They're the conduit. They're the ones that join between us, between the physical and the completely spiritual world. Yavan's whole battle against Kali is to destroy this this abstract concept of kedusha. What Yavan didn't have anything against Torah per se. Yavon, Yavon's battle was what did Yavon wanted to what did Yavon wanted? They wanted to be metame something. Why, why are you metame? Because that being metame something that brings kedusha, shaman brings kedusha. You use shaman to anoint all of the objects because it elevates them to a higher madrega. It puts a, it's like a crown on top of them. It creates a level of something that's that's higher, that's abstract that you can't touch. That's what Yavon's battle was against. Yavon only wants to see everything that is as you see it in the world. Their whole struggle against Brismila was because what does the Brismila say? The Brismila says that we're not perfect. We can perfect ourselves and elevate ourselves to another level, to something that's higher. But Yavon says, no, the world is perfect the way it is. The symmetry, the the beauty of the world is here. Just be astounded by what there is. Why do you have to go beyond that? And we say, no, there's a hidden Kayach. There's a kayak of an Arana Kodesh that's poking through, even though we can't see the Arana Kodesh and we have no we have no, no trespass, so to speak, in the Mokam of the Kodesh Kadashim. But it, it touches into the Heichal as well and into that Mokam, into that place where it brings, gives us a transcendent kayak, something that's deeper, something that we don't touch on, on an everyday basis. It's a kayak of Emes, that Emes is established and Dimyon is built on top of that Emes. You purify everything and then you seek to expand it beyond from that makam coming from that stemming from that makam of kedusha. When we say ein chachma, ein, ein chacham kabbalah nisayon, there's no there's no such thing as a person who has wisdom like somebody who's been tested. What happens when you get tested? You learn new limitations. You learn how you can expand yourself. You learn how you can be more more than what you were before. But the kayak of learning, knowing what you can know, what there is before, is not a kayak of knowing that now we know so much more than what they knew then. We, uh, there's so much knowledge out there now that we see that they didn't have in previous generations and they didn't know in previous. What, so what does that serve me? That only serves if, if I recognize that if there's so much kayak more, so much more chachman that's available to me now because of where I am now, because of where we came from, then how much more kayak is there to be, to be tomorrow? The, the real kayak, the real way, the real Chacham, the real person that understands this world is the person that's able to say, the more I know, the more I know I don't know. That's the way we're supposed to approach Chachma. Everything that's a revelation, a breaking forward of the boundaries, what happens when I'm breaking boundaries? 
I'm touching the infinite. I'm touching the Rebunisham. I'm touching the Kayak of the, the, the Das of Rebunisham. I'm entering into the world of Dimyon, of imagination, of uh, expansive things that go beyond, that have no limitations. Something that has no limitations. If I break a boundary, if I get to somewhere and I hit a boundary, and now I go beyond that boundary. So now I'm going to say, oh, well, now can you imagine? Look, look how great we are. We were, we were over here and now we're all the way over here. Being all the way over here is nothing if I don't recognize that the fact that I could get from here to here means that there must be possibility to get all everywhere, to go beyond everything, to touch the infinite, to be in, in contact with Kaviyachal the Yermanisham himself, with the Seichal of the Yermanisham. That's the Kayach of Dimyon of Yosef. That's the Kayach of Chalimus. That's what it means. He's a Baal HaChalimus, that he has that, that, that Kayach. Because if a person doesn't recognize that when I reached a limitation and I passed that limitation, the ability to pass that limitation just proves that there's more and more and more that I can expand into, that, that I can become greater and greater, that there's a more of a tzura, there's more of a, there's, 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 there's nothing left. Um, there's, not, there's, there's no limitation left. There's no aspect of what there is. That's the Kayach of Yosef HaTzadik and the Chalimus of Yosef HaTzadik and the connection of Yosef HaTzadik to Hanukkah as well. Because Hanukkah also is about expanding the those boundaries. The whole, def- the whole, the whole <coughs> challenge of Yavon was Yavon wanted to define everything, was to understand everything. And we said, as we said, <coughs> excuse me, the Kayach of Hanukkah is the Kayach of Haidah, of recognizing that no, we we are connected to something that's even bigger than ourselves. It's a kayak of hide, of incredible splendor, of, of something that 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 reveals itself without being revealed. It's something that's there. I can tell that it's there, like like the Bade Ha'aron, like those poles from the Aron that are poking in from the Kodesh HaKadosh and tells me that behind that curtain, behind that place where I, which I can't enter into, there's access to something that's so much bigger and so much more, so much transcendent, so much, so much more. That's the Indian, by the way, in the menorah, that you can't have Hana, you can't get benefit from the lights of the menorah. Because to take benefit from the lights of the menorah, to use them in this world, is to limit them, is to not appreciate that what the menorah symbolizes is a, is, an, is a benefit that goes beyond this world. It's meant to illuminate in a way that doesn't show the light that I'm looking at is not the light that's significant to me. It's the light that, that's showing that there's potential further down the road. It's like seeing a street light that I can't read by. When I see there's a street light down there, I know that there's light and there's more and there's more and there's an expansive universe that goes beyond and there's and potential that goes beyond everything that I have here. That's the Kayach of Hanukkah, that's the Kayach of Chalimus, it's the Kayach of Nevoah. That's ultimately the real, the real idea of what we're talking about when we want to say we want to expand beyond the reality of what there is here into the, into the world of, of, of Hyde, into the world of, of splendor, of majesty, of glory, of, of, what, of, of the Rebunisham's connecting to Rebunisham's Hyde in a whole different madriga, on a whole different level. That's ultimately what we're really trying to do. Okay, good job. Thank you very much. Thank you.